There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. We still got no windows. No, oh my gosh, don't. And it's been the worst weekend to have no windows right. because basically it's so windy and so rainy. I literally I can't go to bed. Like so James is if James is out in the evening, I literally sit there like phoning him like, "Are you sure the windows like literally or the boards will not fall in? Like are you sure that's not going to happen?" I can I, I cannot like relax. <laughs> I really can't. Just all these silly things you think. Don't know. No, of they course. just get done, but actually this is so annoying to not have proper windows. Like. You, generally, I am the most freaked out person <laughs> to live with anyway. Like if I hear a noise in the night, I'll like sit yeah. I'll upright and I'll be like, what was that? And Dozzle will be like, yeah. I don't know. I was asleep. And then so can I you imagine just having yeah. boards up at your window, like no. knowing that anybody could just push it over? I mean, I, I, yes, I, that would I mean, I wouldn't be able to stay in the house. And I don't know if you find this with the kids, right? But I, my worst fear in life is like little girl ghosts. <laughs> I'm not sure. I was what about your boy ghosts? Are they all right? Um, I just feel like they'd be a bit cheekier and less like terrifying. But like little girl ghosts from like horror movies, right? And then of yeah. course you have children. They come wandering in in the dark and they stand next to your bed and just stare at you when you're asleep. And it's like, oh my god, it's like a Stephen King novel. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying that's happening a lot yeah I know what you mean I know exactly what you mean. actually so I haven't even asked you how Luna's getting on at school how is she getting on at school so how many weeks has she done now oh, she's doing really well I'm actually really proud of her I think she's probably in her I want to say that like third week yeah um, and just completely taking it in her stride I'm so pr- I like I'm really 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 proud of all she's like all the things that she's doing because you know haven't really had very much kind of upset obviously she's been a bit, been a bit emotional but that's kind of to be expected and she's absolutely shattered um, yeah but uh, yeah they just like tiredness is like another level isn't it but yeah she's loving yeah. it and her little school is absolutely gorgeous really oh. nice parents amazing teaching I, lo- I love it we're like r- she's really settled kit on the other hand we've obviously moved him yeah moved his moved him into a new pre so he started a new preschool we had to leave that one because it was way too far away from Luna's and we couldn't get the school run to work um and now he's in another preschool and he's having a regression with his um, potty training which I think is to do with the fact that he feels unsettled I was gonna say I think that's quite normal is it when like any change happens I mean Gigi like fully just isn't doing any 
like anything on the potty or toilet at all anymore and went from only wanting to do it on the toilet and potty to not at all and that's I think that was probably when she started preschool so weird isn't it yeah and like when we're picking him up they're sort of saying you know he's had three accidents today what's going on and you know that there is a level of understanding from them it's just more like I thought you said he was potty trained and I was like well he was and he still is but let's be really supportive and let's like kind of understand it a little bit more um so I did pop him back into nappies and then they said to me look we don't want him to go back into nappies and I was like okay well then we're just gonna have to sort of bear with him and let's really support him and let's encourage him rather than saying like oh no you've done three accidents it's like okay well these things happen yeah. all the positive whatever it positive is language, positive language affirmations yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah totally he's waking up also three or four times a night so I think bless him I think he does feel quite up and down at a bit the unsettled yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 I think do you know what speaking to some of the parents at Axel school so many people are feeling like this at the moment right. I think it it's maybe it just can't maybe it's just part of like the new term they're Mm. so tired they're so overwhelmed there's so much change it even if they've stayed at the same school Mm. I reckon it's probably just something that happens because it must be quite weird for them like they've had six weeks or seven weeks sort of not at school and then suddenly they go back in five days a week Mm. you would be imagine if you'd had like seven weeks off work and then suddenly you wake up one morning and someone shoves you in the car and then chucks you back into work you'd be a bit like what dude if I was given seven weeks off work I would not be coming back I would basically be moving to the Balearics and I'd be staying there forever that's what I mean that's how it is for them isn't it and they don't really have any warning they're just like whoa okay so I'm I'm here now on Friday morning and they had the blackest eyes in the world and we, we stayed in bed for an extra 20 minutes and they were like I don't want to get out of bed today and I was like you poor little things me neither do you know what I've got a confession no, go and on. I know I mean some people listening will be horrified by oh this, god I can't wait it just had to be done so Axel and Gigi had their um like sibling school photo like oh, we yes. didn't do it last year but this year they could we could get in early and like they could get a photo together and because they had such <laughs> because they had such black under their eyes I put concealer on them <laughs> oh my god you're joking this is incredible no no and because James was like oh my god look at them they look awful and I was like yeah they do don't they and I was like don't worry about that I got a bit of concealer and some bronzer in my bag <laughs> oh Georgia I love your honesty and I feel like hundreds and hundreds of parents around the country will be going shit I wish I'd done that and that's absolutely fine a little bit of concealer here and there the Maybelline um erase yeah that's exactly that's what I use yeah. Yeah. I used a Maybelline eraser concealer and a bit of Chanel bronzer. So, you know. <laughs> I'm dying. Last week, worms. This week, concealer. <laughs> no one wants that photo to come back where they literally look half dead. Little girl like, ghosts. Uh, yeah, we're yeah, back like, there again. Exactly. They'll look like ghosts. <laughs> Mine will be bronzed and glowing. <laughs> well, I, anyway, I feel like this podcast might get shut down if you and I continue talking any longer. So let's get into today's chat. Um, wow, what a conversation. I'm, I'm still blown away by it, actually, by her honesty, aren't you? Yeah. Bravery. But also, like, we, like, very serious chat, mm. but we had some real laughs. I mean, some of the, com- I mean, get kicked off if we're talking. Some of the co- conversations we were having oh, yeah. with, our, with our guests were hilarious. So we cannot wait for you to hear we, it. We talked about a bit about homemade porn as well, didn't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, homemade porn sent via WhatsApp. Oh, my God. Not me and Georgia, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit giddy. Well, I'm giddy. Let's too. get into it. Who are we chatting to today? Today, we are chatting to the hilarious Helen Thorne. Okay, I think it's safe to say I'd like to start this podcast by saying the last time I saw this person, she was in a lycra leotard with Mother Pucker <laughs> on it at a party and she was drunk. So we now know that we're going to like this person a lot. A comedian, author, slow runner, she's put, single mum, one half of comedy duo Scummy Mummies. So she's got a brand new book out, Get Divorced, Be Happy. Let's welcome Helen Thorne to the podcast. Hooray! <laughs> you were very drunk when I saw you last. I- I'm very good at being drunk, actually. It's one of my, it's one of my, you know, core skills. One of my brand pillars, actually. When they put on a form, what are you good at? Being drunk. <laughs> very, very good. I'm, I'm a professional level drinker. I'm very, um, very strong in the white wine area. Highly skilled. That's yes, exactly right. <laughs> we just did a podcast. We just recorded with somebody who was saying that uh, she's a dermatologist and she was saying she gets a lot of people coming to her complaining of white wine skin. And in my head, I was thinking, that's, that's me. That's yeah. what, that's how I look in the mirror and go, oh, can I taste the Sauvignon Blanc? Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Well, what did you have last night, though? No, I haven't actually. <laughs> I'm just going to say this right now. I've only drunk three times in the last four weeks. Who am I? That's, that's very good. good. That's very yeah. good. I've, I've drunk twice in the last four weeks just because of doing the marathon. Don't like to mention it. Oh, we mention it all uh, so the time. So slow runner, is, yeah. that, is that where that comes into it? Yes, it does because um, – I, I'm I'm a pretty hefty bird. I'm a, I'm a stocky lady. I'm a big woman. Um, so I don't run particularly fast, but I. But it turns out I've got quite good stamina, and and I'm and I'm quite strong. So I can run. I can run a marathon, but just wow. not very fast. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the heels of Chipoge or, or Paula Redcliffe. But um, I enjoy it, and I like. I like the solitude. I don't run with other people, and I and I rarely sort of um run for for speed. But I like. I really like it. It's something weird, you know. I'm the classic kind of middle age white woman middle class lady who's discovered exercise all of a sudden uh just because you know i'm staring at the face of death so um yeah so i think <laughs> i think um yeah it, it's, it's been a revelation about how much i love running even though i'm not i'm really built for it what possessed you to sign up for the marathon though because let's be honest going for like a little couple of miles or okay mm. or whatever but then actually taking on 27.2 miles is it I think it's 26.2 yeah something 26.2 so I'm just yeah. giving it an extra mile that's a lot yeah it's ridiculous it's a really stupid amount and I did 20 miles on Sunday oh. and that's my last big one I thought Jesus Christ this is a really long way and I've still got another six miles to go um so yeah but um we were approached by the lovely Bryony Gordon who oh. um a couple of years ago said do you want to run the marathon in your pants and we're like yeah we love attention why not um little did we know that that you know there'd be a global pandemic and that date kept getting pushed back and pushed back mm. so when it when it comes around Sunday week 3rd of October um god I'll be ready for it to be done actually mm, um yeah. but it's been look it is it's it's going to be emotional it'll be it'll be a lot of um there'll be a lot of people out there cheering me on and that's a really beautiful thing so I feel very lucky who are you running for uh for women's aid who I adore um yeah and they if you don't know uh listener uh they support uh women in abusive domestic um violence situations and support women and children and I, I chose them a good couple of years ago um 
uh, before I became divorced, before I got myself out of a toxic relationship. Uh, so I sort of feel very passionate about this um, charity even more. But, um, yeah, they do incredible work. And also domestic abuse has, has sadly increased quite dramatically since the lockdown. So yeah. um, and, re- and services have dipped. So I think, uh, you know, government support. So I think, um, you know, I'm really thrilled that I can support this charity. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Are you doing it as as the scummy mummies? Is it is it is it the pair of you? Yes. So Ellie is supporting a brilliant charity called Born, which helps premature babies. And she had a preemie, um, Joe, who arrived nine weeks early. So she's really passionate about that. But we do not run together. We do everything else together. Uh, but Ellie is is a good oh, half half my size and got legs legs that go up to her ears so she runs like a gazelle so she's <laughs> the good thing is that she is getting to the pub first um and I, that is that is incredibly important to get the cold ciders in and the burgers ordered so I can then kind of collapse I think I'll be basically put, wheeled in on a stretcher and then just force fed a lot of carbohydrates so that would be very nice <laughs> if you don't do that that thing approaching the uh, finish line where you get somebody to help you across it I'll be disappointed in you yeah, yeah. you're dragging you know, like, yourself across the finish line yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. Like a floppy sort of scarecrow Jelly. you know that yeah. Sort of, yeah that kind of wow, wow, wow. oh my gosh yeah. Seriously, yeah, exactly. though, hats off to you for doing that. I do 5K and I think I couldn't do any. I can't possibly do any longer. That's no. it. That's like my, that's it. That's where I peak and that's where I fall and that's it. It's done. 5K <laughs> is still a long way. 5K, I remember when I started off, like it would take me 50 minutes to run 5K. Yeah. And then 45 and then 40 and then I think the fastest I've done 5K is in about 33 minutes. And so, brilliant. yeah, you know slowly slowly but you know I've got I've got tits and a bum and you know slightly fearful that my fanny's going to fall out of itself so you know I don't want to go I don't want to go too fast you know no but running's for everyone isn't it if you know oh yeah yeah do it but, you know, yeah, it doesn't absolutely. matter how fast you go. And the running community is just crazy supportive. Like I love, I love the running nerds of the internet. They're they're a beautiful, beautiful bunch of people. They as really well. are. They're so into it as well. And like the yeah. running stories. I went on Jenny Faulkner's podcast and her run pod chat, and mm. um, you know, it was just I did. I was just like, how are we going to chat about running for an hour? And then somehow we were just telling each other stories of peeing in people's gardens on a run, and like you know, coming yeah. across a, a random dog that we had to leg, you know, leg it really. It suddenly, it was like, oh, I'm going really fast here. The dog's Actually, me. yeah. What is what is your wee plan? For the oh night? yes. Do you just do you just wee? No, I will go to there are portaloos along the route. The other day I ran for five hours and I did one wee. And so I'm 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 really not that worried about it to be honest. Um, right, there'll okay. be portaloos at the start line, so more of a poo warrior to yes. be honest. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want to need to feel like I need to back one out while I'm running across London Bridge or, you know, the Tower Bridge. Um, <laughs> but, I, you know, the other morning, the other morning, because the, the, the joy of doing a massive shit before you go for a run is it, you it's do feel best. like you've won a you feel like you've won a prize. You really do. Um, yeah, so I got up really early and had me porridge and had three coffees. I'm like, come on, come on, body, back it out, back it out. <laughs> I feel alive. And then yeah. you know you're going to have a good run as well because oh, you're like, oh, oh everything's ticked off the list before the run. But the worst is getting caught short halfway round and then you're like, whose no. garden are we going to take a poo in? No, no, you don't want any sphincter worries. You really don't. No. Um, so that that's the that's the main concern. Yeah, so I have I'll have my big pasta the night before and then a porridge in the morning and then hopefully and a banana often helps it slip out. 
you know, if we're being being real. Top tip for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, have a a nanny, you know, about 7 a.m. So that's good. Listen, ladies, I think the podcast is done. I think we've covered everything. Yeah, it's Um, great to have you on, Helen. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, yeah, Yeah. great. See you later, bye. (laughs) (laughs) So you've briefly mentioned that when you signed up to the marathon, you hadn't been through a divorce yet. So for anybody who doesn't know, rewind 18 months or however long ago it was that your relationship fell apart um, and sort of just tell us how it happened and just a little bit about your, about the story. Yeah so I was with my um, ex-husband uh, since I was 19 and so you know I fell in love at university um, and we were together for that whole time until I was 41 so 22 years and um, yeah it did feel like love at first sight and we've had two children together married um bought a house, live in London, um, all the things. And uh, we just celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary, gone away for a romantic weekend. We just run together, actually, the London Half Marathon on the 1st of March. And then on the 4th of March, I was getting together my daughter's uh, World Book Day costume and she changed her mind at the last minute. And, and I said, oh, I think Daddy's got a jacket you could wear. And I picked up the jacket and inside the pocket was a love letter that revealed that my husband wasn't who I thought he was and it was from a woman that I was aware of which was devastating and you know my whole world collapsed and exploded and and all the things everything I knew thought I knew about him felt like a lie and there and there were so many lies and so he'd been having an affair for many years um which is which is incredibly devastating so he came home and I told him it was over and he stayed one night and then that was the last night he spent in the house and there was no point uh, that I wanted him back and, and it felt, uh, oh, God, it just it felt like my whole blood had run cold, that everything yeah. went into a spin and I felt quite numb. I was in, a, in, a, in some fairly deep fucking shock. So it was, it was, it was, it was horrific. And then three weeks later, the world collapsed and we went into lockdown. So, so it was in, in many ways, a horrific way to, to, to deal with trauma when I was isolated for not only my family, but my friends and, and I couldn't be hugged by a friend for three months. And that's, that's horrific. Um, but in a way, it was one of those things that I had to face by myself. I couldn't get distracted by work or going to the pub or, or, or anything else. And sometimes that's a very, that's a gift in terms of you have to hit the absolute rock bottom. You have to hit, confront the sadness because there was no way to hide from it. I was living in the house that was full with all the memories and everything you know it's like um, a death it's like a death one minute they're there the next minute they're out yeah and it's and you grieve very heavily for the for the marriage that was lost and the person that you loved and also I think I think one of the hardest things and you know not to get really really fucking sad was was a realization I hadn't been loved properly there there was a realization that I'd poured my whole heart into this one person and he he just didn't love me back and and that's that's a horrible feeling to give your kind, pure heart to to someone who who doesn't appreciate it, and 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 all those you know romantic gestures over the years, and 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 to give so much of yourself to someone who really doesn't who 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 then goes and smashes your heart is a really hard thing. And we you know we know all the stats about divorce. It's you know 
42% of marriages end in divorce and, and, and affairs happen all the time. But it's fucking awful. And, and, um, and it's not just you that gets hurt. It's obviously the children, but, but it, it's like a tsunami of pain. And, you know, it's, it's two people fucking behind people's backs, right? This is, this is the, this is the thing, but it's full of lies and it destroys, you know, it, it hurts communities. It hurts people around you who love you. And, and I, I think this is the thing about affairs is that, you know, I'm sure they're thrilling. I'm sure the people doing them was like, oh, wow, I get to, you know, have secret holidays and all that sort of stuff. But the ongoing hurt and also the damage that it does to people is, is enormous. Yeah. And, 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 and that, and that I will not shy away from, you know. I, I, I am the happiest I have ever been. Like there's a happy ending, everyone. Don't worry. I've, I'm really good. But, I, you know, one of the reasons I wrote the book is that I wrote the book while I was still experiencing it. And the book is pretty, it's raw and honest. It's really, you know, there's lots of funny moments and also there's the, there's the big happy ending in which I'm, you know, basically want to run down the street going, I love being single, you know, and the happiness that I've found becoming a single woman is the happiness I thought I'd get from being married and supposedly being loved by a man. When you when you when you look back on that period, because I imagine I wouldn't like to put words in your mouth, but you've probably replayed all of those moments in your head a million times and gone, was there any indication that this was going on? Have you identified any sort of moments where you thought actually hang on a minute that didn't feel right or because I guess that's all of our worst fears right yeah oh absolutely yeah and I I even remember a month beforehand there was there was a few parents who were getting separated in my daughter's class and I I hugged him really tightly in bed and said I never want to get divorced and he's like yeah me too so I think there was a underlying fear there somewhere that I I had to be reassured um yeah there were there were a couple of moments where I just thought he was slightly detached or a bit depressed, but he went through periods like that. And so um, I just didn't think he had it in him. Like I was really shocked because I just, yeah. And, and, you know, obviously I found out lots more things about all the things they did together. And I thought, Mm. oh, God, he never gave me that. Where where were my romantic gestures? And that's Mm. that's very very hurtful. That's really hurtful when I'm, I'm a wildly romantic person and all I've wanted in life I realized before I was divorced is to to f- be fulfilled by romantic gestures and and to have that tenderness and I don't think that's unfair or unreasonable because you know no. love is beautiful when it happens but I do feel like I was very much denied that experience where even in my head I was thinking oh this is okay this is good enough and I'll make the effort I'll I'll organize the dinners I'll do that but it would be nice one day if someone did that for me Ooh, but yeah. um but I you know but but I'm sure and I'm sure other people listening going through it you know once you get rid of um a partner like that then then the whole world opens up and you rediscover and re-see your female friendships and the love that you have in all other forms and and love isn't just about romantic love love is about those deep connections you have with your girlfriends and your siblings or 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 all manner of people actually and i think that's been the absolute prize of being divorced is that those those relationships have really solidified and also I've made new friends I've made some amazing sort of single parent friends who I cannot imagine life without and they're recent friends in the last 18 months so I think there's so many great things to come of it and I'm really fucking proud of myself and my children for 
this new kind of mighty family of three that we have. And, you know, even this morning when it was chaos and I've been up since 5.30, that, you know, I made my son hang out some clothes with me and all that sort of stuff and, and everything's sort of down to me now. So I think that's good. I think it's a really good thing. We'll be right back after this short break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Can you just take us back to the moment that you found the letter? So you're trying to get a World Book Day costume together for your mm. daughter and you find the letter was your daughter there when you saw like physically saw the letter what did you do in that moment because when I sort of think about that I think gosh are you trying to protect the children mm. or, or can you just not do that in that moment how how did that first couple of days and that moment go yeah so she saw me pulled the letter out and I quickly saw it and then I put it in my pocket and I was just, I just went into shock basically. And I did that sort of thing where you speak in a high pitched voice. And you go, it's okay, it's okay. And she said, what was that, mummy? I said, it was nothing. And she said, that doesn't look like nothing. And she was right. It wasn't nothing. It was absolutely everything. Um, so How old was she, Helen? Sorry. She's, she was 11. Yeah. So she's in year six. Um, yeah. So she was, she's old enough, but you know, to know, when moods change and something's not quite up but we we managed to kind of get through the first couple of weeks without them sort of knowing about it but after two weeks I was like I can't I can't he would come in put the kids to bed uh, have dinner with us and then he'd go and stay in a hotel um all the while I'm just like <laughs> wanting to throw up in my mouth but you you do extraordinary things when you want to protect mm. your children Mm. Uh, and then I was like, I don't want any more lies in the house. I don't, you know, my, my life just felt it was full of lies. And, and memories just kept getting, you know, like flashes of memories going, oh, my God, he was texting her. Or What was that work conference? Was it really a work conference? Was he on holiday with her? Like all those sort of things, like everything, your reality, his reality hasn't changed because he yeah. was living, he was living that. Nothing has changed in his world, but all the memories that I've had, were, it's like someone went through it with a machete and that's 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 really fucking hard because it it just sort of shakes you so dramatically going what did that mean what was that and when we, you know and and you know to to feel like like nothing's kind of real which it is of course you know I have my amazing career and I have the brilliant Ellie in my life and friends and things like that but that kind of you know trust is 
ultimately destroyed for a very long time. Um, and you, you sort of second guess everything. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was in, I was in a lot of shock, but again, like I, I just, there was no point. I don't think either of us wanted to save the marriage. It was like this kind of guillotine, like a really instant sort of like, no, it's done, get out, done. Um, and I know that's not the same for everyone. People want to save it and people, some people get through um, infidelity, but there was no way I was doing that. I thought, no, I don't, I don't know who you are. Like I can't, yeah. I can't spend any more time with you. Um, yeah. So that was, that was incredibly yeah. awful. <laughs> like horrendous. And, and actually yeah. I, I, I have experience with this and it's, it's, I, w- I won't go into too much detail because it's not my story now to tell as a grown up, but as a mm. child, I experienced infidelity in the family. Yeah. And I remember watching what A, it did to, you know, the people involved who ended up staying together. And yeah. then me as a child in that environment and not knowing what was real and what wasn't real and whether that person had told me the truth or whether they'd been lying to me constantly. And it, it, it like, it really affects you long-term. Um, it's hard for it not to affect you long-term. And a lot of work has to, was done in my, in my life to try and deal with or process what happened to me as a kid, you know, and what I saw and stuff. So I think, you know, the fact that you're being so open and honest with your kids and you sound like you're just doing everything right by them is absolutely admirable. Like it's yeah, really incredible you. because it's them that's going to have to cope with it, you know, later on. And like, you also want to protect, well, here's a question for you. Do you want to protect your husband, uh, their father? Well, I mean, we've, we, we've been very upfront, but they don't know lots of the details but they yeah. they know that there was another person involved and right. that's why yeah and we we told them enough that that they know so they know he had an affair and um uh and that's enough information for now yeah. and um and but also that you know that they're very loved and I want them to have a really positive relationship and they do have a really good relationship with their dad and that's something that they have to work hard on and 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 you know that's what I want to and I never slag him off in front of the kids and um you know that's really because that's part of their self-esteem is their relationship with their dad but I spoke to a lot of friends you know our age and they said the the worst thing that their parents did when they separated was not tell them the truth and 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 lies are so much more painful than the truth. They really are. And you know, and I think you know, it's it's right to only tell them enough because you know they don't need to hear the gory details. Nobody does. But um, but just to understand why, because you know, having you know, in the book I interviewed the amazing Philippa Perry, who's a um, leading psychotherapist yeah. on this these sort of matters, and she said, you know, if if if, if you don't tell them the truth, they will make up they'll make something else up. And, and and a lot of the time children will blame themselves. And I did not want the kids to blame themselves for this. This was nothing to do with them. Um, so I think I think that's really good. And, you know, everyone's going to be different and there'll be people listening to this who who, who may disagree with what I'm, what I'm saying or whatever, but you have to do what's best because what you, you know your children better than anybody else. And, and for us, and, you know, we made that decision as parents to tell them, um, you know enough information and 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 I think that's it but it's but you know it's going to be hard but it's it's always going to be hard if it's not hard now it'll be twice 10 times as hard when they're older Absolutely. so it's sort of you can't hide away from like pain is part of life sadness is part of life you know did they have questions you know like I guess did they have a lot of questions when you sat down and, and told them what was happening yeah I did and you know children are curious you know um I had a lot of questions as well. yeah yeah I was gonna say but you had about <laughs> had pages questions. of them yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> what the fuck's going on here? Why, why is it? Why was my life like this today, and then tomorrow it's like that? Yeah, I I do, and I don't want to you know reveal too much no. about that just for their no, own privacy. No, no, no. But but they were incredibly curious, and yeah. they still are. And 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 again in the book, um, there's a chapter all about this about telling yes. children. And and as Philippa Perry says, you don't just tell them once; it is an ongoing conversation. Yeah, and you know, and I think and I think if anyone's thinking about what it's going to be like on the other hand it's just about always ha- being open and, and I just always wanted to feel available to them and and yes. that was the other brilliant thing about being in lockdown I was their mummy you know 24 7 you know hanging out PJs all day long eating Haribo and having pizza for dinner but I was there and if they wanted to have a cry or they were just confused about stuff um then then I felt really available because at the moment you know I go on tour a couple of nights a week and I'm busy and you know as all as all parents are but to to actually have that time to sort of embed ourselves and 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 grieve together was really beautiful I think so yeah I think I was lucky what's been the hardest part about being a single parent and what has been the part that you didn't expect but has actually been you know wonderful growth and enjoyment for you I think the hardest part is yeah not having them all the time um that's 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 hard um and again on the flip side that's the best part (laughs) (laughs) lions yeah it's really hard and I miss them and you know we split the school holidays down the middle um so there's times where I don't see them for a week or two and that's that's really hard do you know what it's the, the hardest bits are the bits I'm most proud of and it's a really it is a you know both sides of the coin like last night I was going fuck I've got to go away for three nights and sort everything out and you know all the jobs are mine you know the kids try bits and bobs but you know you have to go back and do do half of the stuff they've done but I think it's important that they do it anyway but yeah I think I think that's really hard um it was hard when my ex got an, another new partner and and the children spend time with her that 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 I found quite confronting yeah. actually oh my gosh yeah. and um yeah and that's not easy that's not easy I really cried about that I, I found that very hard um was that not about because your, I was, was jealous your, yes I was just about to ask that sorry Helen yeah yeah and it, yeah it wasn't in, in any way else but but I was I'm I'm protective of them and I don't want them hurt and you know I don't know how long this relationship will last or whatever and, and obviously this is life you know people have new partners and maybe one day I will but um you know, I think that that's hard when it's out of your control, and and yeah. So I think I think I feel very that's a very hard yeah. And I, I do write about that in the book. I really I really found that incredibly upsetting. And I'm I'm sure she's very nice and and all that's sort a of thing. But um, it still doesn't mean that you don't sort of you get those those feelings of wanting to sure. be, yeah. be mother hen. Yeah. And do the kids know you feel like that? Or do you keep that from them? I keep that. Yeah, I, 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 I want to be as strong and as positive for them as I, as I possibly can, and and just fill them with confidence. But also yeah. be realistic. If they want to feel angry, that's okay. If they want to feel sad, you know, because it's a, it's a really hard thing to kind of put your head around. And and they were like, "Mummy, we don't mind the divorce. It's just that we." It's just going back and forth from two houses every week, and that is a fucking pain that in the ass. That's a lot, and, yeah. And and remembering, you know, flutes and trumpets and PE kits and having the right, you know, charge cord. I mean, God bless the charge cords. We need about seventeen of them in this house. But you know, all those sort of things. I think that's. But it's not impossible, and it's you know, it is 
it is part of life that we, we we just have to make the best of it and I think that's I think that's what I want to sort of instill in them is that you know you're allowed to feel sorry for yourself a bit you know have those moments where you have a bit of a tantrum but also try and find the light just try and find the light in the darkness because it's it is there to be found and and there are going to be hard days but um yeah I love being a single mum I adore it I have them five days a week and there's there's lots of different terminology some would say I'm a co-parent but the the terminology is if you have them more than half the time you can you can call yourself a single mum but other people will say you know all sorts of different phrases but I quite like using the word single mum because it's a it's a term that has been stigmatized for many many years and I like using it I like being proud about it and like to say I'm really happy single mum and you know, I don't want a head tilt. I don't want anything else. I just, I just want to be accepted. And I, I, I like that I can use the platform that Ellie and I have built up in the last eighteen, eight years. Sorry, eight years. It feels like eighteen. Um, <laughs> it's really nice that 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 there is there's visibility on this. Um, and and single parents have thanked me for for talking about it. And but also, I think married couples get a window into a life that you know they may not ever be in but, but it's, we might. it's re- but you might yeah, you might, you might have a mate that's going through it and you, yeah. and you haven't really yeah. considered that yeah and Why? also I think it's nice to see like you say you're a happy single mum and it almost takes away that fear because yeah. there might be people you know like you say they're trying to get past infidelity in a marriage or they're in a toxic relationship but the ultimate fear is being a single mum and yeah. to see somebody out there you know who's you know gonna say yeah it is hard but look I'm actually really happy now mm. that is great you know it's amazing and it might have been something that we hadn't seen before you know yeah. before Instagram it you might only know your kind of community and like a couple of extra friends but now yeah. it's just opened up and you can see people going through all sorts of things and I think it does it eliminates that fear around oh. surrounding it yeah and I think that's that's you know something that I realize quite early on after saying that I've become a single parent is is just how little positive stories we hear yeah. how few I should say um and 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 then I thought no I need to and I don't shy away from the hard stuff no I don't but but also it's the hard stuff that makes you feel almighty you know you, yeah. you know getting through the list and trying to juggle it all is is it's really extraordinary and I know and I know there are solo parents out there who get no breaks and I feel very lucky um, and I, you know, check my privilege all the time that I get to have two days off a week. Um, and, but, but I think, I think you can't, you can't represent everyone and you can just represent your own authentic story and people can take from my story as much as, or as little as what they want from it. So I think that's, but it shouldn't stop you from wanting to share your story as well. And when you're alone in those two days a week that you get off and you're in bed and you're not writing your amazing new book, are you (laughs) meditating, watching reruns of Nevermind the Buzzcocks, watching porn, any of those three, online dating, (laughs) all of the above. above. Yeah. Yes. If I could do all three at once, wouldn't that be lovely? Save me, me some time. Um, well, yes, no, I, I try to do a variety of things, you know. I mean, it is nice occasionally, you know, when I get a good a good uh, shag. That's lovely. That's a yeah. lovely thing. That's a, a wonder. I, I really like sex. Who knew, hey? I'm really into it. It's great. Um, and and I've had sex with a variety of people and, that, and that, that's been wonderful as well, just sort of 
um, discover, you know, dating younger men, older men, men from different countries, like all sorts of things. And wow. Um, yeah, it's been, it's I'm been jealous. Weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking oh, about that. I'm like, oh, oh God, it's feel great. like again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having a lovely time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't do it all the time. And, and also in the beginning, I was just like, oh my God, give me all the cock. Just, just fill me up. And, um, but, uh, now I've calmed down a little bit, which is good because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> too much cock gets a bit boring. Oh, she it does. No one it ever. Does. And there's a lot of admin in it. You know, you've got to connect with the people on the admin. internet. <laughs> and just, you know, going, oh, I'm only free on Friday nights. Oh, no, I've got a gig. Maybe Saturday night, oh, I'll go to your house. Like, it's, you know, there's, and then, and then, and then there's the lists of things like, yeah, I like this and I don't like this. And, the, and yeah. then they'll be like, oh, I like anal and pulling hair. I'm like, oh, I'm really busy for the next forever. Bye. And then, and then, if you don't fancy that, there's the world of pornography, which, which just mm. when you're single and you're alone in bed, you're like, well, hang on a minute. Suddenly, I wasn't ever that interested in this, but I'm alone now. Have you, have you, no admin involved in that? No, but although no. there is, when you've got like a server that won't let you log on to like my, I stopped watching it when I met my husband because I thought my porn addiction was becoming slightly intense. So I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to leave this alone. I'm in a loving relationship now. But then he went out the other night, which he never does. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'll just have a little look and see what's, you know, trending Sibyls have been updated in the yeah, last few years is it, is it a 70s moustache yeah. I mean what's going on or um, a 70s yeah. bush I'm completely <laughs> blocked I couldn't log on through my server I couldn't tether my phone and it was like then I got frustration because then I realized I couldn't watch any porn in my house at all you've been blocked have God, I been literally cop blocked yeah. that's, 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 that's a shame that's a shame when you want well I, I've been lucky recently um a couple of blokes have sent me some videos that they've made themselves oh my and god fine. and I've, I've gone back you know you know I've you know it may have been a one night stand or whatever but they've sent some some homemade um little clips of things and sometimes that's quite motivational <laughs> name in there oh that's lovely oh, oh yeah thank you very much <laughs> can you put in requests can <laughs> <laughs> make one for you george as well yeah, Ooh, you, georgia voiceover on on top of it and you could you could send one to zoe with her name and then you could send one to me with my name yes oh that would be such a lovely gift for the world really would be i do not find whatsapps lovely really yeah. nice really classy <laughs> Uh, moving on from homemade pornography, um, let's talk about the book. Yes, please. Talk to us about this amazing piece of um, literature. 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 Words. literature. Just some words on the page. Let's not, yeah. let's not over, over egg it. Um, yeah, so the book is called Get Divorced, Be Happy. And so it, it, it is an account of my first year after separation. So it goes from finding out, getting into the pits of despair, and then rediscovering just how fucking wonderful life can be on the other side. And it's it's very raw and it's very um, out there. But I interview over 40 different women who are experts in their field. So it's, it's it really confronts anger, sadness, grief, um, telling the kids, but also there's some really good meaty advice about um, lawyers and, um, you know, being really upfront about money, which is something... Yeah. You know, and I and I I don't mean this in a in a sexist way, but women haven't traditionally been very well informed about 
pensions and savings and 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 knowing about money as well. So I wanted to be really upfront because I was told by my ex, you don't need to worry about pensions, you're going to be looked after forever. And I hadn't really thought about money or, or living by myself uh, at all. And I'm really ashamed of that. Um, so I wanted to kind of confront some of that. But it's not, you know, that's a small part of the book. Don't, don't, don't worry, listener. But, but I wanted it to be a little bit of a handbook for people going through what I went through. Uh, but also, it's, it's just a funny story. Like this, this shit in there that you couldn't make up, like me getting my wedding ring removed by five hot firemen and a fire station in Deal. Um, Amazing. You know, yeah, exactly. Wow. But it's a it's it's a real it's actually I would say the book is like a love letter to to women and especially Ellie and about how you get how how do you get through a period in your life where you weren't expecting it. So it's yeah. it's sort of it's it's sort of a triumphant story. Um and yeah and it and and it, the book is for everyone. Do you know why? Um, because I have had so many messages from married people and married couples who've read the book and said actually it gave me a good shake up about what marriage is. But also it's a it's um it's a you know, it is a feel good story, I would say, about, you know, even though life gives you um a big bucket of shit, you can you can still still get on with it. So um yeah, I've had the most beautiful response to the book. I've been I'm really thrilled with how it's been going. And and people have listened to it around the world, which is great. So yeah. Well, we are so excited for you and we Absolutely. think what you've done is just remarkable and the oh. fact that you've been this honest and this brave to come out and actually shown us you know what it's really like to go through it um we thank you so thank you so much for coming on and we think you're an yeah. absolute superstar oh, thank you thank helen. helen thorne what a superstar i loved her i i i will never be able to completely comprehend what she's been through I think you and I really feel like that that the horror of discovering that your your life partner has been cheating on you I mean Jesus Christ and then for her to come out the other side and re-find herself and to be like do you know what I, I am having my happy ending now amazing yeah and I hope anyone who's sort of going through anything like that that listens to this and sees that there is light at the end of the tunnel Mm. and that you can come through it but I mean wow like unbelievable being thrown straight into lockdown as well like she really couldn't run away from what was going on she really just had to face what what was happening head on Mm. and maybe you know maybe that sped up the healing process who knows Mm. but you know whatever whatever she did you know it's worked and she seems well she seems pretty happy and you know she's got a new lease of life so it's it's really lovely to hear that oh it's amazing thank you to helen um for coming on and being such an incredible guest and thank you for your suggestions do keep them coming in as always we would love you to rate review and subscribe to the podcast and give us a little follow as well that would be great yeah please do and if you have got any more suggestions or there's any guests you'd like to hear from then please just drop us a dm we're on at made by mamas or on zoe's own channel at zoe hardman and we'll be back on friday Made by Mamas is an Insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.